they get to just dunk on us because they're going to because we're eight singles players in a trench coat pretending to be a team. everybody and welcome to episode two of Stat Check. I am Innes Wilson and I am joined by Anthony and Nathan for the second time ever. Uh, that's totally a true statement. You should definitely not fact check that. Uh, this is a formatting error. This is going to be our, let's say, the first of our very long series of what will be team very team-focused episodes. Uh, as we had a few team events this weekend, the American Championship and uh, the Northern Worlds Summer teams i think it was called uh which i was at so we'll have a little chat about that we also saw lists for the warmaster gt go live and lists for the wtc go live which is uh very important for one of us and maybe a second of us uh mm. as long as you can get some, some behind the scenes things sorted so anyway i'm gonna start as always with a very very interesting question hi anthony i'm an old csm looking to get with the new book. i'm willing to do whatever it takes to get those w's i exclusively play night lords and will not change i must take at least six obliterate dots but i won't shoot them because i want to use them as mutilators i don't want to use abaddon because i don't i don't think he would fight with the night lords it's suffering every time every you know what's worse is that i read it the whole way through every time I don't know, but so, there's been a lot of variations today, so I have to keep an eye on it. <laughs> See, I just loved changing little things just to make it like a little different for you each time. Yeah. Change it over to the Alpha Legion. Give it the a good switcheroo. Worse than that copy pasta that's designed entirely to troll me has been Art of War's chaos tier list. There was also the one person in Art of War Discord who like responded to Innis's question seriously. He was no, he was also joking. <laughs> oh, okay, that's good. I had been making similar jokes <laughs> with that person earlier. Ah, that's better to know because I was like, oh no, don't fall into this pit. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that that would have been bad. So anyway, how's your week been, respectively? Who do you want to go first, Nathan? I didn't really do very much this weekend. I just I painted some sisters minis. And then I played a couple games against people. I uh, played one game against a local, and then I played against one person who's on the Luxembourg WTC team, which was fun. So I got to try out Sisters for the first time, and then I got to play with 18 Tyranid Warriors into a Gene Stealer cult list, which was very not kind. Oh, thank you, Hellstorm Wargaming. That's very nice of you to say. Thanks, Mikey. Nathan, it's a very nice voice. Ennis is um, fighting the shadow demon in his curtains. <laughs> I mean, fair. I mean, I'm glad that my two shadow demons are currently asleep on the cantry behind me. That's Look, nice. The, the curtains are the only thing protecting me from uh, from the hate orb that is outside <laughs> yeah. because all that this, war this week has been is misery. Yeah. I, I really I understand. I wish, I wish you had air conditioning with which to survive me too. the hate orb in the sky. Yeah. But, but if you don't look at the hate orb for too long, it makes you sad. So it's a struggle. We also if have you to... don't look at the hate orb, it also makes you sad because uh, vitamin D is good for you. Mm -hmm. yeah. So Anthony, mm -hmm. what was what, what did you do this weekend? Uh, what did I do this weekend? Apply I don't remember. Lots of stuff. I went to a cool museum up in Massachusetts. That was cool. It's like an art museum. They took a um, like 
what used to be a factory, and it's like 12 buildings or some wacky nonsense. Mass Mocha, I think it's called. Nice. Uh, it's super fun. I went and did that with my girlfriend, and then I did some list writing, played around with Emperor's Children. Um, I got to throw down with Seth Oster's orcs last night. He was playing 120 boys. Most of it's them not, were dead by turn good. It was not good. Nope. Be snagger boys. It's not, it's not good yet, guys. Maybe, maybe one day, but today is not that day. At least not against this. I don't know. Maybe like Emperor's Children is really hard for combat lists. So, yeah, when I played into the Emperor's Children with the sisters list, I had nine Zephyrum bounce off of a unit and then just get clobbered to death in response by the Emperor's Children. Yeah, they do. It's a, a real danger. Yeah. You should consider not bouncing off of units. I hear it's much better for you. Well, I did that during the Sunday game when everything murdered everything and then just wouldn't. There was just nothing left by the end of I mean, turn. You're four. fighting GSC, right? That's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the life, dude. Those it's, boys have bad saves. I mean, there was a Biovore stuck in combat with some neophytes for like three turns. That's where Biovores like to be, right? I mean, just he killed one neophyte, and then he killed another neophyte, and then there was just one neophyte left, and then the neophyte managed to kill him. It was quite something. Yeah, let's <laughs> go neophytes. Yeah, kill those four win models. Whoever's always the one model in turn is that I'm like, this really should be five wounds, and it's not. <laughs> it's right. it's one of those models where you're like, oh man, you hit on fours. Oh man, you have AP one. What are you doing, bud? Uh, I, I certainly certainly didn't mind them being four wounds when I managed to drop a Carnivex beating us one of three of them once. So, yeah, let's go Venom Cannons. <laughs> <laughs> really? Carn Carnivex, Carnivex out of a pod caught direct line of sight on three by four. So it's like, hell yeah, let's what do this. Sense, dude. <laughs> The, the game was also a case study on that nine-man bricks of Tiernid Warriors with enough buffs on them are basically unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, there's very few things that go through those boys quickly. Yeah, I played... Uh, I'll talk through my weekend in a little bit. I played against a Dark Eldar player who took a, they took a lot of killing. I'll go through it a little more specifically when we get onto the event itself. Um, but yeah, so for me, I was at the Northern Warlords team tournament this weekend, which is... It was 22 teams of four. Uh, I went down with a couple of the guys from Team Scotland, uh, Chris and Matty, and also uh, a friend of ours from the Netherlands, who was Martin, who was actually the captain. He just happened to, like, through a repeating chain of, um, like, people dropping from his team, just kept picking up people from Team Scotland. Because uh, it was like, well, somebody's dropped. Do you know anybody who can join? Yeah, my teammate. And then somebody yeah. dropped. Do you have anybody who can join? I guess my teammate. Yeah, my, the other guy, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we ended up uh, we ended up going down to that. I think we yeah we went two two wins, one one loss, and two draws, which is uh, optimal for uh, staying in that like nice little mid pack. Uh, we lost to one of the England teams, drew with one of the Welsh teams and the other uh, English teams, and then beat two of the um, the random teams we played. So not unhappy with that. And uh, top individual with eighteen Territory Warriors, scoring five points a Territory Warrior uh, on average. That's that's the goal, isn't it? Yeah, they do it. <laughs> Yeah, I took a 10-10 versus uh, New Necrons, so when we get to talking about stats, New Necrons will definitely come up. And then uh, I smashed through the rest. But uh, the, game, the game against Drakari was definitely the most fun in the turn one. I just put my whole army into like this squad of into this raider that because he had set up like a chain of raider 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 ready to jump on me. Sacrificed the front one and what the stuff inside it, so I ended up killing the Blood Brides and the Succubus. And then everything else jumped out of the second ones and charged 18 warriors, which was 10 Incubi, a Scotty Grotesque, Strazar, the Fight Last Archon, the shooting from a Radar, the shooting from a Ravager. And all combined, they overkilled the Squad of Warriors by three wounds with everything. Oh, 
<laughs> just like, and now the whole thing is sitting right there in front of the other squad. Oh man. <laughs> And that was basically like, you only get to do that once, buddy. Yeah, that was basically what happened in the game against the GSC. Was the Patriarch, 10 Gene Steelers, and 10 Metamorphs charged one nine man of warriors, and the nine man of warriors only lost three people. <laughs> yeah, five up, five up with transhuman is a hell of a drug. I don't know if you all remember plague bearers, but uh when they're better, they're better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they also kill you. When they actually have an offensive clap back instead of just standing in space and not dying. I mean, there was that one cute combo where you could get play bears up to damage four AP zero, but <laughs> yeah, baby, AP zero. When I, when I played triple test track dark into it, genuinely terrifying. Uh, it's just like you're gonna fail three of saves eventually, buddy. <laughs> well, I hate when something's AP dash, but its damage is super high. That always makes me angry. It's just the most deadly thing in the world. Because like you're playing Demon G, you're like, oh, they're, waste they're not wasting anything on this AP. Or yeah. then you play a real army, and you're like, oh, God, if I fail this job save, I'm going to suffer so much. Yeah, it really it's sucks. Cool. Terminators feel a lot like that now. Because like a lot of the stuff that's like higher damage tends to not be like crazy high AP. So you're just like, oh, what's up? And then you roll like a couple too many ones and twos, and you're like, ah, my dudes. <laughs> No, I failed one save, and that's half my squad dead. Yeah. No, and then there's always the stuff that's just like, yeah, you go shot by a hammerhead. Just pick pick two guys up. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, those always sting. I prefer when they just miss. That's my that's my favorite. So that, place. that is the ultimate place for hammerheads to be. Um, no, this is why we bypass the whole hit and wound roll and just play zone throws, right, Anthony? That's right. It does work. <laughs> Okay, we are going to give Nathan just a second to come back here before we jump into the main topic for the day. He's back. That was not even a segue. That was like the wheel of a segue. Um, yeah. <laughs> I did it just to make it hard for you, Ennis. That was the entire purpose of it. That is, that is deeply appreciated. Uh, mm -hmm. I really, really do, really do love it when you do that for me. He does need help with that. Okay, let's do... Shall I do the, the vague bits of housekeeping stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah that's probably, that's probably a good thing. This is Stat Check. With the, this is our brand new show slash network slash content feed slash 40K, fact, 40K yeah. Factory website thing. Uh, there is a bunch of different things that we do here. Uh, so one thing, uh, as I'm sure you'll all be aware if you're here, is we do a YouTube live stream once a week. That is uh, on Tuesday nights at 11 p.m. UK and their times. 5 p.m. Central Standard. 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 6 Eastern, I was thinking. <laughs> we almost got there. This is why Anthony's getting math lessons, yeah. which is something we can talk about later. I can help with the fact that my brain needs loading sometimes, <laughs> but yeah. Anthony's brain only has six megabytes of RAM. Yeah. You can also find us on all good podcast feeds and aggregators. Uh, we're on Spotify now. Uh, I believe we're working on getting on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all the usual places. So uh, if you are listening to the podcast, we also do deeply appreciate you. Uh, also, you can find us at stat-check.com where you will be able to... <laughs> I'm laughing at chat. Look, no, no, no. Ad read, ad read, ad read. Uh, where you can find such wonderful things as the 40K Meta Dashboard, which is a tableau maintained by Cliff. Uh, you can also find the CRS and ELO ranking scores, which maintains a, stat, a database of 
compared to 4K players' uh, rate, win rates in 25 plus player five round events, uh, whether that's based on purely ELO, so uh, how good you are compared to the person you play against, or ELO also weighted by faction. And those are both maintained by Jeremy, also known as Jury on the Internet. Uh, so those are the things that you can find from us. Uh, the first one's cool, the second one's lame. Yeah, Anthony's doing a lot worse than the one where it's not weighted, where it's weighted by faction. <laughs> Just a solid yeah. 30 places further down the board. That's yeah, right, it turns baby. Out, turns, out when, turns out when you actually weight it by faction, Anthony's not that good. Uh, no, just not. Just in the top 50 of the world. Yeah, only. exactly. Just in the top 50 good. instead of the top 10. Top He's five. in the top five. Yeah. Also, I'm in the top 40 the other way, so... And he's also not at all bitter about either of those things. No. He definitely did like CRS is about to be really high. <laughs> he definitely did just, sh like, short man me with his height, though, where he actually wanted that half an inch extra, so he had yeah. to clarify yeah. that he right. was in the top five and that yeah. he was in the top four. Yeah. I'm surprised, I'm surprised he's not been like, I'm top 32. Where are you? 30 seconds. Okay. That's right. Yeah. We can't all have a four-digit ranking number, Nathan. It's true. Is it only four? Yeah, it is only four. You're right. <laughs> There's only four <laughs> digits in the ranking system, period. So yeah, we got that at like 7,000 players. Oh, right did now. we? Oh, I yeah. don't know. I've never looked all the way at the bottom of it. <laughs> Isn't that how you usually find yourself? No, I usually find myself right in the middle at the average. Oh, that's fair. That's true. Like that that is true. Anthony. <laughs> yeah, but Anthony's being Nick, and that's what really matters. It makes that's it right. really hard to make fun of Chris in, on the podcast, though, when he's up there. No, no, I, no, I need no. him to drop a little bit further so that I can make fun of him again. It's fine. He lost the works this weekend. Too. What the hell? Never mind. Chris, what the fuck? Oh, no, he plays Blood Angels. That's fine. <laughs> no, it's still not okay. Final Death Kill Rigs are a drug. That's fair. <laughs> One that Rude. I think uh, Blood Angels have a severe negative reaction to. <laughs> yeah, Fight on Death. That's like everything they hate in one spot. That's Fight on Death Transports. What the hell? Fight on Death Transports with minus one damage. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Okay. Okay. That'll do That'll do for the housekeeping thing. Uh, we do have a Patreon. I'll plug it at the end when we've earned it a little bit more. Stick around if you want to hear more details on that. <laughs> so I guess we can talk about the stats this week. That's That's where we're going next, yeah. Sure. We can talk about all three of the events that happened this weekend. So there were team events. We'll talk about some of that. There were only three singles events this weekend, so we're not really going to touch on a whole bunch of stuff today. Um, there were three events. The Gong Hammer GT, which is in West Wollongong, Australia, was won by Death Guard. The Warhound, which was in Utah, was won by Orcs. And then the Orange County Classic was in Westminster, California, and was won by Necrons. Uh, there were only those three events, so the number of games to go into the statistics for analysis wasn't very high, so we still don't have like a super great picture of what Nephilim is shaping up to be, but it does overall so far based on not so many games, only 3,355 thus far when we parse out from the 3rd of July weekend for just the books that use Nephilim. Um, it does look a little bit healthier. Our lowest faction is at 40, and then our highest faction is at 60.5. That's yeah. better. It is a lot better. Um, so that's like the situation with the Nephilim pack overall. A lot of people have also been saying that it feels better in the competitive environment generally. No. No, I'm wrong. Nephilim's worse. They, they can feel however they want. No. We just disagree. That, that's, yeah, I mean, that's fine, too. That's allowed. 
Yeah. Right. The top placing faction from winner from a win percentage, although not winning as many GTs as of late, is Tiernids. We're at 60.5. Then you have Sisters, just one percentage point below them at 59.5. So they're starting to be trend towards being potentially a problem moving forwards. Um, at one of the events that I talked about, there were three undefeated. That's at uh, Gonghammer. There were three undefeated factions. Death Guard did win the event, but two Sisters also went undefeated at 5-0 and for that GT. Uh, after that, we have a long fall of 3% Harlequins, who are at 56.8%, you know, perfectly balanced, totally dead. Possibly Good more one. balanced, I suppose, than they were before. Yeah. Closer. <clears throat> then we have a pack of a couple factions around 50, so you have Imperial Knights and Chaos Knights at 51 and 52. Thousand Suns at 52. Oh, I forgot Gene Steeler Cold. Gene Steeler Cold have a 58.1% win rate so far, but are still probably not a particularly good faction. They're still not winning any events. See if a one seems disturbingly close to what, like five out of seven or four out of seven mm-hmm. is. So yeah, they are play. They are <laughs> the is that like ten out of fourteen or something like that. <laughs> yeah, they are the least played faction currently at like one point two percent. So that makes them the least played mono faction from a book. Yeah. Not including all the various marines. Yeah, 14 screens. is a 57.14 win rate. Is it 50? Is it like all right about that? <laughs> yeah, they've won 18 games and lost 13. This is so, this is so garbage. 31 games total out of that full data set makes them very low play rate. Other than that, we still have Chaos Marines kind of struggling to make a name for themselves at 41.2. Uh, other than that, the lowest faction from a performance standpoint, is still Astra Militarum. Are those cast players considered running Hark and Wall Claim or more? I hear yeah, they're supposed a... to spam Chosen. For, for context on this one, uh, Art of War, in what appears to be a Tuesday tradition now, uh, released a new Chaos Space Marines tier list that appears to have been designed purely to trigger Anthony, uh, hence, the, <laughs> hence the statement in the beginning of the show. It's something that we'll talk about a little bit later during the meta-analysis portion of the show. The only other stats portion that... Like, that's all the stats for this week, guys. Unfortunately, there's not, like, some kind of groundbreaking development. There's not a lot of overrep to talk about because it's just three events, and I'm not going to bother to do that analysis on just three events. Uh, Sisters are something to keep an eye on. Necrons are at 48.2%, but they are doing really well at events. So maybe there's just a big spread on performance for people in the Necrons faction player base. People who've the, discovered the good list, people who haven't? I honestly think it's just people who have not discovered that they can't just sit there. And that they <laughs> may occasionally need to do time. stuff. <laughs> Every now and then they may need to do something and not just sit there digging holes. Occasionally. I know. It's wild. The Americans, the, Americans are, the Americans are flat out. <laughs> you, can't, you can't take R&D banners into the last... <laughs> what are you even doing with your life? What was it earlier? It was Bonner's Stronghold and to the fast. Yeah. Except it's really to the slow because you don't want to go anywhere. Um, well, you need to be fast to get away so that those units can survive, right? That's fair. So that's all the stats for the week, guys. Hopefully next week we'll have more stuff for you. Um, the rest of this, we're probably going to be talking about, I think, about team events and some breakdowns of faction representation and team events that are coming up, in particular the WTC. The main thing is that we now exist to be perpetual hype beasts for the WTC for the next three weeks. So you're yep. going to have to just, if you, you don't want to listen to that, I, I don't understand why you're here in the first place because you wanted to listen to us for some reason. So, And two out of three of us are participating in the WTC probably. 
Three out of five, kind of, because Jeremy's going to be there as well. Most three out of likely. Five. Most likely. So it's most 50, likely 50. 60% of us will be participating. If anybody <laughs> has a really good contact with the American government for getting passports, yeah. that's the time. Yeah, somebody, please let me know. Somebody help Anthony get his passport. The, the State Department has decided I'm too powerful to leave the country, so... You are quite dense. You might cause an airplane to tilt on. Maybe they side. were worried that your playstyle is just too European. You won't want to come back. That's mm. true. I've I had someone tell me. That. Yeah, that's a, the, the thing I was told today. <laughs> Chris has the correct reaction in chat, which is, "Oh no, Anthony! Oh no! Please!" <laughs> <laughs> that is basically the reaction that we have to Anthony in general. Yeah. 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 Anthony Valnella, as it was said in our private Discord Val chat. Valnella, dude. That's Losing me. his passport. All right, Ines, since you're a team captain, do you want to tell us a little bit about the WTC and how it's run and why we should give a shit? No, I think it'd be more fun if we made Anthony do it as somebody oh. who's going for the first time, probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> and has never explained it on any podcast show ever. No, yeah, it's good. So it's basically a format where the Europeans get to convince themselves that they're better regardless of context even though that the americans spend zero time planning for it all year they get to just dunk on us because they're going to because we're eight singles players in a trench coat pretending to be a team so they're gonna windmill slam us into a garbage can in a thing we don't play and then be like haha you guys suck um but the upside of it is actually that most of the best players in most of the countries get to go to a single spot and play against each other and that part's really cool and also, you guys have been hardcore sweating it, so back off on that one. I don't know what you're talking about. There's, we live there is, we like, Lennon is like on record as saying that I've been I've been holding back from playing in singles so practice for WTC. I that's a good way to say that I am a professional gamer and flying is expensive. That that's also fair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ines, would you like to add anything to Anthony's would, would explanation like to anything? of how WTC yeah, works? Maybe a little bit about how the scoring works. Maybe how it actually works. is an eight-man team event he designed as an ego trip for the UK who gets to have four teams for some reason. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Representing one-seventh of the field and one-twelfth the wins. Uh, yeah. Because all of us are garbage except England. Uh, as long as he's admitted it. It's true. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. This will never. This will never come back to bite me. Uh, so WTC is an eight-man teams format that is uh, held currently in Mechelen, Belgium, for the next three years. It is one team per nation, quote unquote. Um, speaking as the representatives of the grand country of Scotland, well known for being a country. Uh, <laughs> it is for sure a place. It's for sure a country under some definitions of the word. It's yeah. definitely a territory. It's definitely okay. no, it, it is a country. We're just not also we're just not our own country. <laughs> should work, should work, you guys should work on that. Just like declare that you're a country within the United States, but still part of the United States. That's uh that's what you want to do. That is yeah. how uh, the state system works. Yeah. No, no, no. Because you just called them states, not countries. <laughs> that was your mistake. You fools. It's true. If you had just called yourselves the, the fifty, the United Countries of America, you'd have had fifty teams. It would have been way easier. It would have been way worse. <laughs> would have been a lot sadder if you guys all had to swap into five different teams. If you had to swap to fifty, if we could just teams. be coasts, America would be fine. Hey, hey, 
What? Hey. There's nothing between the coasts anyway. <laughs> just corn and cows. There's a there's a whole whole metropolis <laughs> between those two places. I don't but think that, that. Based on what I've seen from 4K event results, that's not true. Uh, hey. Look, I can't be held responsible for the competitive community in the Midwest. I can't. You can. You're not. You're not improving it. What do you want from me? And as I am one man, more, more wins. He's probably improving it just through doing this show because they can't get worse. That's, that's that true. doesn't say very much for me. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, yeah. So WTC is eight man teams. It is a very very interesting event in that it is generally represented by somewhere in the region of six to eight of the ten best players in the country, and then maybe a couple of flex slot players like Anthony. Um, that's true. Someone's got to. Uh, I'm just making this. I'm making this bad. Uh, for some yeah. countries, it's the people who can afford to go. That's for some true. people, it's the people who can afford to go. For some people, it. For some countries, it is the people who want to go because not every not every country is interested. Um, yep. It is unfortunately not going to be streamed this year, which is the uh, the saddest thing I ever heard. Uh, but that doesn't mean that you can just follow us for a bunch of content on it. We will uh, do a new segment, and it tries to name all 50 seats. I'll make that a bonus content section. That that sounds like really low effort. I'll just yep. do a sporkle video. Like, that's fine. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, how does pairing and scoring work in the WTC tournament? Yeah, so let's, let's do the fun bit. So pairings broadly works on an attacker-defender system. So each team will go through an all-earning process of putting one army out as a defender, and then each team... Picks and then the other team picks two of their remaining seven players to pair into that list. The defender then picks one of those two and then a table, and they go off and play on that. Then you repeat that a few times, and then at the end, whoever the two armies that were not paired down play each other, and whoever the two armies that were rejected in the last round play each other, and that gives you your eight on eight tables. Uh, and then each team plays the other team uh, using the 20 0 scoring system, which is a differential scoring system based on five point increments so the first five points is a draw and then every every increment of five points thereafter is plus one to your um total points so if you go if you win by five points that's a 10 10 draw if you win by 15 that's a 12 8 draw and then up to and then increases every five points after that until at 51 points you win a 20 no and that's the maximum you can score it's capped after that the broad strokes of that is what it means is that there's no actual requirement to win games to score points. So like you would have in a singles event where, you know, if you score 100 and your opponent scores 97, there there is very little material difference to you in how the event continues to play out, unless you lose a game and they beat you on tiebreakers, which has definitely happened before. That one sucks. Um, I recommend awesome. not losing games to avoid that. Um, yeah. In the WTC, it, every point that you can possibly score matters. Um, what that means is you can do things like Take lists that are not designed to win games. You can take lists that are designed to win games 20 nil. You can take lists that are designed to draw games or scrape points off of anything. Uh, there's a concept that we've been playing around with, which is basically just called racing to 50, which is the second you hit 50 points, so 40 points scored, 10 points repeating, you cannot be 20 nil anymore. In your worst matchups, find a way to race to 50. Yep. Um, and there are some armies that are very good at that, which you might notice in the WTC team list. That there's a lot of Necrons and Sisters showing up. I don't know if anybody's read their secondaries recently, but they're quite good at that you don't say no i definitely doesn't sound doesn't sound right yeah necrons definitely don't just score 85 points every game they definitely don't score 85 points every game because sometimes you table them yeah uh, they don't do that when i've played them <laughs> <laughs> they definitely score half their points on turn one though 
Interesting. Yeah, them walking up and getting like four, five, three on the secondaries is always a little like... three, three. Why are they only getting three? The three is the the hold you out of quarters one. Yeah, not if you play them in conversion or death and seal. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just fun. if you go second, right? Yeah, I know. But you, and then they get if you five. Go first, I have I played Necron six times in tournaments in ninth edition. I've never gone first, so I have no idea what happens when they, when they go when they go second. I just assume they deploy six inches farther to, closer towards me. Your harpies are not going to be super thrilled with that. No, no. I, I when I played them round one, I lost twenty five wounds of harpies. Don't turn ah. <laughs> and that was with the Silent King failing to wound twice. Ouch! Imagine not spending one of your like twelve starting CP. On <laughs> auto wounding with one of those damn it Necrons players. No, no, because he spent the two CP to rear all the wound as full squad of six destroyers. But you, he has he, they start with like four or five. Just use one. Uh, dude, dude started with one. So what? Uh, yeah. So it was um, no, double was, vanguard. Uh, I think I think it was uh, single vanguard and a bunch of CP free game. On what? <laughs> oh, no. What, what, why was it so few CP? I, I genuinely couldn't tell you, but it might have been Vanguard Outrider or something like that. Genuinely, he had one CP starting. What are you doing? Oh, no. <laughs> All I know is I got shot by 12 like destroyers and three Annihilation Varges turn one, and it hurt like hell. Yeah, what do? That'll do that. Yeah, that would do. As Anthony said, that will do. <laughs> Uh, uh, massive, massive amount of fantastic Necron relics and traits. Uh, yeah, he had Veil of Darkness. Uh huh. That's it. That, that's the end of the Necron relic. Right, I've seen list. people take the book like inspirational leader trait in Necrons. Like, <laughs> what, for why? Dice Storm? <laughs> <laughs> but why? I guess morale. I don't know. No, it must. It's got to be for Dice Storm. That's, that's what you got to think, guys. Would I would I what? lose if I? <laughs> it means that you roll you got to roll little you got to roll double sixes to not be able to guys to not be able to shoot whatever you want on Necrons. No, it'd be six five, right? Would still work because they're minus one. Oh yeah, of course. So yeah, so you know it makes a one in twelve instead of a one in six. It's probably worth a CP for one matchup or something. Now you. Come on, man. Buggy players used to take that so that they didn't, if they accidentally lost two buggies in a turn, yeah, but it was a buggy, buggy one in six times. it made sense. No, it they didn't. Were like leadership six or some nonsense. If I lose both buggy, if I lose two out of three buggies in this squad in the same turn, <laughs> and then also roll a six on my leadership deck, I might, I'll lose the third buggy. That's worth a CP pregame. No. Shut up. Be better. <laughs> no. Be better. I refuse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do we want to talk about Necrons and why they're good first? Well, now that no, we've no, we gone should... way off tech on no, WCC, we should, we should, or should we talk about Completely back to the original topic and talk about WCC. Right. Um, right. Anthony, you're on Team America. Why do your team's lists all suck ass? Asterisk. <laughs> um, they don't all. Some of them are a little questionable, but, you know, whatever, man. The reason our episode is called Formatting Error is entirely because of the United States national team. It's not just the United States. But it, it's mostly Brandon Grant's seven-page list. That didn't help. 
Listen, has, has Brodegard admitted fault yet on that? Just out of curiosity. I just work here, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw a screenshot that was like, I submitted it exactly as the formatting demanded. And then I was like, I have a screenshot here of a seven page list, buddy. Yeah. The. Uh, all right. Fuck. <laughs> Come on, man. Dope your team in. Do it. Do it. I've been doing it all day. Uh, all right. So listen. I I don't know why that looks like that. I don't have a good answer for you. The like when do those points get taken off in the pods, right? We would lose those points. Oh, it's tiebreakers, buddy. <laughs> oh, easy. Points. It's it fine. It's matter. not even gonna it's not even gonna almost matter. We're not gonna tie and our pod should be straightforward enough. Well you're there, you're going X2. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I can do that, right? Like it's fine. No, no, no. It prop it propagates beyond you, mate. You're gonna track no, 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 That's not how that works. We're not gonna go X and two in our pod. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> mate, did you not see Latvia's illegal Unari list? Listen, yeah, I did. I sure did. Listen, if I if our if Team USA goes X two in their pod, I'll pay your plane ticket back home. Wow, all eighty pound. Yeah, whatever. I Listen, would do you no. like a different bet? We could do that too. <laughs> I was going to say, buy Ennis his buy Ennis half his weight in alcohol. He can't afford that. I was going to say that's like, relax. <laughs> I don't just work at Art of War. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I'm more talking myself off for weighing a lot. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I got it. Though I, that was funny earlier when someone was like, "You probably weigh too like Anthony." You were like, I probably weigh two Anthony's, and I told you what I weighed. You're like, I don't weigh two Anthony's. No, it's not that bad. It's not gotten that bad yet. Not, yeah, I know. I got another like six weeks. Of, I had like six more weeks of lockdown. I might have been there, but I mean, lockdown in this heat, you de- like, you know, you gotta have ice cream just to live, bro. It's <laughs> basically what it feels like. Those whole yeah. sticks of butter are coming in handy to keep the calories up. Yeah, there you go. Ugh. All right. So also, we got actual questions about Team USA. So I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna answer these real quick. Um, what I'm doing? I don't think. Do you want to read the question first? Yes. Talking about what you were doing. What the hell happened to USA and their factions, and their faction players? It seems all over the place. Um, I don't think I submitted anything too crazy. No, he means like, why is. Jack on Tau and <laughs> Jack won a super major as Tau. Jack in ninth edition is the most successful Art of War player at Tau in that house. Okay. Context Mark, isn't real. Mark on Necrons. Mark has played Necrons a fair bit in his like personal time, apparently. Um, and honestly, it's monsters and an army that does janky stuff that scores secondaries. That's not too far off of what Mark's good at. Yeah, it just when you look at it, it seems like everybody's playing everyone else's signature faction, is how I would have described it. There is a bit of that, but my signature faction got stolen from me, so I don't have that problem. Your signature faction is also four of the other players on that team's signature faction, right? Not Blood Angels. <laughs> yeah, I would have said that Jack would have been, I would have put as like the second most likely Blood Angels player, not Sean. Yep. So I played Sean in a practice game. I'll be having that. Pretty much. That's like removing a whole bunch of context and a lot of important conversations, but it's a way better story to say that I blew out Sean and then he stole my army from me. 
Did you win your first game against Sean? That was my first time I beat Sean, yes. I beat him a second time at Joelhammer. So he beat him for the first time and he was like, can't be having that, must be the faction. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, he was like, not again. And then I remember going over the profiles with him when he was getting ready to practice it. He was like, bro, these Incubi fly. That's broken as fuck. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty good, Sean. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Um. Some Tyranids. Tyranids. Uh, Six man, break everyone's brain. Yeah, I thought I was free from Tyranids, but I'm not. Um, Six man's is just because I wanted extra Venom cannons, frankly. Um, Very often, I found that, like, I was... A lot of the times that I was, like, snowballing ones is because I was just butchering people with Venom cannons on the way in. And the fact that I connected mattered, but not as much as the fact that most of the stuff I was getting to looked like Swiss cheese. Um... (laughs) And between that and the extra unit of Zoans uh, meant that I could play the Zoans like super duper ballsy and just YOLO advance them next to the Warriors. Because it's like, you can't really shoot at the Zoans when you got all these Warriors to Dude, deal with. Dude, you can with. do that anyway. You just pop the Zoan and burn after one and it no. never matters. Yeah, I learned that later in the <laughs> right. play cycle. Yeah, I learned that. I after started submission. Doing, yeah, well, no, I started doing that after ACO or at ACO, actually, because we had that conversation about like, I was like, I always feel like these guys aren't doing much. And you were like, advance them next to the Warriors. And I was like, Ah, that seems good. And I started doing that at ACO, and it was really good. I got second at that super major. Uh, so, yeah, as it turns out, you too can be good at Tyranids if you just talk to Innis. Um, so, yeah, broadly the list is solid. I ended up cutting Barb from it at the last minute to put Mawclaws back on the Walkerant because I kept getting into Endgame and being like, this guy's not doing much. And then I put Mawclaws back on him and I was like, now he does oh, a whole yeah, lot. That makes, that makes sense. Yeah, this is really good. Because <laughs> um, the math on failing the spells that you need to off the Neuro once you have the Barb is not super consequential either way because I'm pretty much always putting his buff on him anyway. So the odds of you failing the spells on 3d6 drop at a plus one are as so low that it's like yeah but it's not zero buddy <laughs> it's not zero i've triple ones twice but the plus one wasn't saving me then either so whatever um yeah so it sure it's not zero but the odds are low enough that i'm much more comfortable having an entirely additional like melee unit that now destroys things um so he's yeah, really you've good also got, uh, you've also got another cycler in the form of the tyrant whereas if you're running one, having access to like that extra power slot as well can be quite useful if you're running less psychers, where yeah. power makes more sense. He's also uh, the Warlord, so and he's a T8 2-up boy going on less wild missions than the Reaper, so I don't randomly, you know, fail that onslaught on triple ones twice and then lose imperatives <laughs> for the rest of the game. Dude, I lost imperatives on turn two against Necrons, and I was just like, oh no. Yeah, that's bad, dude. That's not good. Yeah, I got the invul turn once, and then it was like, no, we're done. I charged my tyrant into a uh, katan, popped, uh, popped the smite, popped the harpy bombs on it to do three on it, put more wounds on the impact charge to put three more wounds on it, and then put three three reaper attacks into it, like two drill and ones. Explosives. I've got I, I've got reroll ones. Got reroll to wound. I've got extra attacks on. Uh, I'm gonna try and kill this annihilation bar as well. Failed to hit once. Failed to wound three times. Rerolled, got one wound. Passed the save. Oh no, my my tires just stood there in the wind. So greedy! Why did you do that? Well, if it if it helps, the other two attacks both failed to wound the annihilation barge as well. What so are you doing? I would have done one mortal wound. I would have done nothing extra. So it didn't even matter. Are you, Anthony? Are you running yes. double patrol then? It is a patrol and a patrol. 
Okay. And you're starting with are you starting with one or two CP then? Start with one. One. Okay. Which is enough that when it's my turn, we go up to two and I can minus one damage from that to get shot. (laughs) Not in in round two, you don't. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Round two will be fine. Um, I don't know. Did I just take... said that out of hand. Of course I didn't look. I don't know that that's true. Did you put um, gene stealers in your list? It might for that be a goddamn too? nightmare, Ennis. I don't fucking know. Um... <laughs> it's a lot more swearing this no, episode no, in case people friend, haven't noticed We did not yet. lose that round. We drew that round. And um... me putting on that game wouldn't help, so it's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It doesn't matter that much. That, that game more came down to the fact that everything I tried to do bounced. I entered with the five warriors on two on a squad of Scorpex. To uh, like basically win the game and mm-hmm. killed two and one came back. Good. <laughs> like, oh, oh, my warriors are all dead now. Fuck. Yeah. Hi guys. Yeah. So for the less informed audience, what are your two teams running at the event for factions? I'll go me first because I, I know okay. them all off the top, and you might have to check. Oh, then Innis will go first. Yes. Okay. I definitely so... don't. <laughs> my team has a Bloody Rose Sisters list. We have a. Chaos Knights, uh, which is a 110, Desecrator and 10 War Dogs, and Imperial Knights, which is 2-7, uh, I believe it's Errant Crusader, and 7 Armagers. We have a Hail of Doom list. We have my Leviathan Tyrannies with Double Harpy. We have people I'm forgetting. We have a Drakari Good Stuff list. We have an Admech Agrippina list uh, with double iron, with two squads of three Iron Shards with Last Cannons, and Three big shots of rust stalkers and two bricks of twenty little dudes and some other stuff I don't care about because it's ad making the names gloss over my head. <laughs> and we have a Blood Angels list with uh, five Centurions and the Sanguinar because we are mega snowflakes and we are the only team with either of those two things out of the eight. Such out of the twenty-eight. Snowflake. <laughs> Makes me so angry. Good. It's this not is the guy who's still running double tyrant and not running harpies in his Leviathan list. You know? Yeah. Yep. It's like you ran my you're running my list from like six months ago. It's so so good of you. No, this is I mean this is basically what I was playing before, just the more warriors. Yeah, but I noticed all the screamer killers are gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys didn't make it. How about you, Anthony? What what is Team USA running? Team USA is playing Blood Angels, Bloody Rose Sisters. Um Seeks is playing like Admech stuff. He's playing as a Grippin, I think. Um Lennon is playing a Custodes build. He's running six dreads, three Cladius. He's running uh, knights, but without Trump, with but trying too hard. Sure. Um, the I'm playing Tyranids. Mark is playing Necrons, uh, like Rush Necrons with Catan and such. Uh, Jack's playing Tau, and Brad is playing Eldar. So, yep, bringing out the hail just again. <laughs> Turns out nerfed hail still pretty strong. Still pretty good, yeah. We yeah. didn't cut hail either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, looked at, we looked at Harlequins and we were like, "Nah, Harlequins are super good. Just don't put this on vents, bro." Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting because when you look at the breakdown, and I know Ennis will correct me as I go because we did some math on the faction distribution. Uh, I don't have. WPC I only teams. know that Eldar was wrong. That's the only right. one I knew. Well, the, the graph. can we pull g- the graph up on the screen potentially? You can. Sure, I can do that. I, Give me just a no. Second. My laptop will melt. I can I can share it. Let me minimize my stuff and then who's not on? I don't know who this is referencing to. You're on Nids, not on Eldar. Me? Yeah, yeah I'm on Nids, not on Eldar. Right. I I've never played Eldar proper. I've only ever played. I think uh, you mean Stark Eldar. 
Oh, yeah. No, we're not taking Drakari at all. We'll just zoom in a little bit for everybody. So in case you're not watching the live stream, I just pulled up a, gra a pie chart, which is my least favorite chart. Um, it's my favorite because it makes me think of pie. And I mean, it's well, fair. We know you love pie. I, and my entire bias against pie charts comes entirely from being taught how to do stats and make visualizations. Yeah, this, this is not a good way to represent. Uh, this is not a good no. way to represent this data. Not it's not, lie. but that's okay. So this is the WTC faction breakdown by team. So how many, what percentage of teams have specific factions? So 96% of teams have at least have one sisters player. All but uh, one. They all, all have one. at least one. That's true. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Latvia. <laughs> Latvia don't have sisters. 86% of Necrons, which I believe is just two teams don't have it, or three. Three, maybe four, depending. Maybe I think four. it's four. Is it 4% per team? All right, that's good. I'll remember that from now on. Yeah. Uh, Tyranids, 86%. So again, the same thing. A lot of Marines, probably mostly Blood Angels. If you look it, at... It's basically all Blood Angels. There's like a couple of Death Watch, one or two I Salamanders. I, I think I saw an Iron Hands, or maybe that was a list from my event this don't week. Think I don't think there's an Iron Hands. There's an Iron Hands in the Warmaster. Um, oh, maybe that's yeah, We'll talk about Warmaster in just a second, too, because I have counts and percentages for that as well, because a lot of the people who are playing in the Warmasters GT are also playing in the WTC event. That's their same factions. It's weird. It's almost like if you put an event on the days before the WTC in the same venue, people who are going to one go to the other. Yeah. Uh, Tau is about oh, a little bit over half of teams have a Tau player. Same with T-Suns and Chaos Knights. Uh, Eldar and Harlequins are basically on every team in it. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the the graph is slightly wrong on this one if you're looking at the stats. It says 45% Harlequins and 48% for Eldar. It's actually 100% for the two combined. Um, every team has Eldar or Harlequins. Okay. So yeah, you'll find the Eldari Codex in every single team in either the Harlequins form or Eldar form. I'm imagining that most of the Eldar is still hail. A hundred percent of the Harleys is probably light. We can look at it later. There's um there's a couple of lists. I think Australia have a the one that lets you advance a character remaining stationary, which means you can battle focus after you advance with it. Uh, they're running that one with masterful shots, I believe. Uh, and then yeah, it does. It's you can't remaining stationary, uh, and it just says you didn't advance. It just says <laughs> if you make a normal move. Uh, and then uh, I think England have a really cool um, Light and Hail of Doom list, which is mixed Harlequins and Eldar. Nice. Makes sense. And then we, we do have Drakari still represented quite a bit. Uh, there are some people playing Death Guard. They did win a GT recently, so they're not like a bad team, and they do have some good matchups into some stuff. We're down at 32% uh, for Death Guard there, so one in three teams. Yep. 21% for Custodes, which is one in five. One in five again for Admech at 21%. Then we've got Grey Knights at 20%. GSC at 11%, which I think is just three teams that are taking GSC. Uh, guard at 7%, which is two teams taking Guard. And then one team took Oryx because 4% isn't accurate. It's like 3.57% per team. I'm going to trust Martine's math in chat and just say 3.57% per team. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, Guard, there is a, there's a 200 Constructs and a Hellhammer list. I believe uh, Italy is running that one, uh, which mm -hmm. is powerful gaming. Um GSC, there's a few. Uh, I think Eric Lathras from Oz is playing them. He's got like a fairly standard. He's running like 30 bikes and three rock grinders, just mm -hmm. a lot of, lot of very hard to kill stuff for what it is that will score decent points in any game it plays. Um, Death Guard, there's some definitely some interesting builds there. Uh, the German one is particularly quite interesting. It's three squads of 10 Plague Marines and three squads of five Plague Marines, and then other stuff. Um, but there's a lot of a lot of interesting innovations going on so far. Uh, one thing you will notice if you go looking through all the Terranus lists is that not all of them run a Hive Tyrant, and it hurts me. 
Two yeah, there, there was that one list that was Broodlord Neurothrope. <laughs> which... Poland are running Broodlord Neurothrope and 36 Warriors. Um, Germany are running three Neurothrope, nine Warriors. Well, that yeah. Polish list is also running nine Zoanthropes, isn't it? No, that's the German list. The German that's list the German list, okay. German list, yeah. And then we can look at the breakdown for the GT that's happening beforehand. I'm not going to present a pie chart this time. This time I'm going to present something even worse than a pie chart, which is no a visualization. Generic, a generic Google Excel Google, sheet. Google Drive Excel <laughs> sheet. Hell yeah. All right. So what we've got is for the GT prior to the WTC event, you have 22 sisters players out of 150. Uh, so they're 15% basically of that GT, which is a lot. That's a uh, fucking bunch. Yeah, dude. That, what? that is that is a lot. <laughs> um, Necrons is 11.3. Uh, Thousand Suns, 8.67. These are not in any specific order. Can't believe Thousand Suns are that represented. That is gen genuinely bonkers. It is a lot. Uh, Harlequins, Art 11, and Sora Tyranids. The interesting thing here to me is... Mostly because unlike other events, you don't have as many Space Marines players as you do at, say, like a generic GT or Major. You do still have 15 of them, so 10%, and it is mostly Blood Angels. Blood Angels are the most represented book for the Marines. Um, they make up 10%, so you do have Necrons and Sisters just kind of blowing past them. Then you do have a smattering of other factions. you got Death Guard at 5 players, Drakari at 5, Imperial Knights at 5. You do have 4 Orc players, 3 Admech two custodes, and then one each of Imperial Guard, GSC, Imperium, and Chaos. Those are the soup factions at the bottom. So yeah, that's the GT. Yeah. You will see a, a generic sort of flattening of the spread of armies at this one because a lot of people are there for WC, which means they will be playing their WC list, which might not necessarily be what they would choose to take in the singles. Mm -hmm. um, so that present, flattens the, the curve a little bit overall. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a good spread. I'm looking really looking forward to it. It is the Tuesday, Wednesday, and the Thursday will be for the top eight or top four. I can't remember exactly what the split is. Uh, so it's a three-day event that starts on a Tuesday. So if you're midweek looking to follow along, uh, that'll be on BCP. Um, and we'll hopefully try and have some coverage. I'll have some on my socials uh, for Twitter, which is this side. Yeah, yep. There. You can and follow that week, on Twitter. That week for uh, Stats Check, we'll be running something a little bit different. So yes, Nathan and possibly Cliff or possibly guests will be doing something live as Jeremy, Anthony, and I will all be in Belgium probably. Um, yep. Potentially, potentially. Maybe. Otherwise, Anthony yeah, will be like... with me. Otherwise, Anthony might, might be stuck in Scotland. Like you know, true. <laughs> no idea. Um, other than that, uh, no. If I get on a plane, I'm going. <laughs> yeah. What one of the things you can lose your passport in Scotland. That's what that's what happened in Britain. That's what happened to Val. Oh, yeah, that's true. The one other thing to note about this is that not everybody is actually playing in the GT. I think Team USA, they're not letting their players play in the GT. It's not not letting. It's strongly discouraging. No. Sean has not said anything to any of us. But Brad will show up in your hotel room if you play in the singles. So <laughs> it is in no way, shape, or form a team decision. But Brad specifically just shows up in your hotel room. And so I want to... I think but he's just going to sit and watch me play. I think that's that's yeah. the decision that was made. The, the yeah. Art of War House is also going to be very busy teaching a how to play 40k well at the event. So I hope well all done. of Team Latvia attend with no with no cards. It's a well, it's like a well done stake, dude. Mm -hmm. And then speaking of Art of War, I do have something fun for us to talk about for five minutes. It's very blurry though. 
But we're gonna do it. Oh, anyway. hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you pulled the version that I pulled up that had a blue dot and everything I thought was sus. I I like this version too because it's a little bit easier for me to see what it is on my screen. <laughs> This doesn't even include the YGWY, but that's okay. I think they got that mostly right. I think it extends a little further to the right as well. Does it? Oh, it does. You're right. Look at that. I probably should zoom out a little bit. There we go. So, hey, Anthony, explain your coworkers. <laughs> so Dude, in case... How does this keep happening to me? <laughs> in case everybody who's... You should watch our show live so you can see our new and improved graphic sharing ability. <laughs> Which is really just me sharing my screen online but we'll we'll get better at our graphics over time but you are missing me pull up the tier list that art of war came up with for chaos units from the new book with my question dots of questions yes so we have questions about everything with a blue dot anthony like right. why is why is harkin world claimer up here why are chosen this high well, why are terminators all the way down here in the codex <laughs> why are chaos terminators through the perfectly balanced and behind Forge Fiends. That's Those a Mauler, Mauler Fiend, buddy. A Mauler Fiend, sorry. The Lord of the Chaos Bikers. Yep. So let's hear some explanations, talk, Anthony. Talk. Let's talk. Oh, God, fuck. All right. So if you, like, have you been hit in the head really hard recently, a unit of Raptors buffed by Harkin is kind of similar to a unit of Zephyrum buffed. Oh, fuck, this is rough. My <laughs> fall. <laughs> if you, like, squint and don't look super carefully, mm -hmm. they're similar. What's the AP on that squad of Raptors? It's not important. So what you do is you play Irish <laughs> children. And you spend 2 CP for Cruel Bladesmen, and that makes them AP2 base. And then every time you wound, you're fishing for 6s on your wound roll, obviously, because you always wound on 2s with strength 4. So you'll fish for 6s, and on those 6s you'll be AP3, which is the same as the Zephyrum, as long as they're not Bloody Rose. Um, how, often, how often do you play against non-Bloody Rose Zephyrum stuff? Just all the time. Yeah, just all the time. Constantly, actually. Um... Okay, oh, so man. like Bloody Rose, they get that exploding. They get the exploding tickets from turn one, right? Like the native explosives, turn one. Yeah, like you, like Bloody Rose. You can put it on them. You can yeah. use your you can use your doctrine manipulation to get them there. Yeah, how many CPs is that? It's a warlord trait. So, two <laughs> so many. one, one CP, one pregame. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, and they can get like six into auto wound like Zephyrum. Yep. Plus one to wound strat like Zephyrum. Yep. It's even one CP like Zephyrum. This, this is so expensive already. This is, like, <laughs> this is five or six CP on this activation, and we're not the right Legion, so we can't be full rerolls. But, you know. Um, hey, they can be, as long as you're next to the other Warlord trait for uh, old grudges. Okay. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so, so that unit is amazing, and everybody should run 30 of them. Yep. So why are Lord Discordance just... I also just like how here. Harkin... Harkin is second, but the unit that you take him to buff is is in strong choices. Is fifteenth. <laughs> yeah, his own power. It's his massive seven lightning claw with a lightning claw. Lightning claw. 
It's because he can throw that spear and do three damage in a line, right? That's why everybody's taking Yeah, him. you can kill your Dire Avenger and trigger Eldritch Storm. You, you can kill one of your Terminators and then res it with Mr. Number 3 in the, the line there and get a shorter yeah, so charge. Actually, I did, I did have a question about that. If I run three masters of possession and stab my own obliterator three times to bring him closer back with the power from the third guy... <laughs> Um, how do I win the ITC? <laughs> you you do that a lot, and then you mm-hmm. remember that obliterators have more than three wounds, and you get but it's two more wounds, buddy. No, it's D three, isn't it? No, it's flat two. Oh, sick! That's why I got three of them, so I can stab them six for six mortals. For six mortals, what do you do about the spillover damage in the following turn? It's not like he's got five wounds. No, because oh. he heals back with the last power. Oh right, duh. Idiot. Amateur. <laughs> then, then he drops in, and then they honor the prince for guaranteed charges. You're, you're gonna, you're gonna stab him, and then res him, and then honor the prince. Guaranteed charge. With. The masters of possession. With the obliterators. Onto the obliterators. That's <laughs> the the masters of possession start on the they deep strike. They come out of strategic. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. They come out my drag claw. Right. How could I forget? <laughs> Duh. You know what you can use that dread claw to do? You can deliver some chosen. <laughs> the, the next best unit in the game. Who have also somehow found them. They're the only... I'll note that the only unit in this S tier is chosen. Like, everything else is a character. I think so far the one thing that I agree totally with is just Abaddon. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not even sure he's like, I'm not even sure he's be a strong choice because he takes away all your feckin' relics and warlord traits. He doesn't take away your warlord traits. No, I like he takes away your uh, relics. He does take away your relics, which some and of the maybe your stratagems. About. Like we've not quite figured it out if you can have access to multiple chapters at once yet. You can. Yeah, that part's fine. Yeah, because otherwise the Silent King doesn't give you his four up deny. No, Silent King has a different wording, buddy. <laughs> No, that's the same for chaos as it is for. No, I, I, I don't think anybody's gonna. This is too. Yeah, I'm not. Anyway. Go, I'm not entertaining this rabbit hole because it's silly and nonsensical. But let's go back to the other silly and nonsensical thing we're doing, where I have to read this tier list. Poor Lucius. Why is Lucius just in the perfectly balanced zone? Because he's an emperor's children, who we all know are terrible. Yeah, who are not. Who are, if I remember correctly, in the strong choice tier. It's very mm-hmm. important to remember that because noise marines are only. Um, where are noise marines? They're, They're worse yeah. than plague marines. Because noise marines are worse than plague marines, and for children are unplayable because you can't have plague marines. They're better units. That's right. You also don't get berserkers. Yeah, but berserkers yeah. are only perfectly balanced. So that's true. They're as perfectly balanced as <laughs> obliterators and lords of skulls. Yeah, I'm curious what uh what the ranking of raptors is without Arkin. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I don't think that I don't think there's another tier uh, below YWY. Like, all right, listen, walk me through this real quick. Someone else, okay. maybe explain this to me. We'll do this as a learning. Why exercise. is the card not in S tier? Nah, fuck that. Why is so those chosen that are in S tier? Now I don't know if you've noticed this, but the the rhino, which is what I'm presuming is how those dudes get around, because otherwise they're just walking around a mighty six at a time. The rhino is way down there in flawed choice. It's Below the land raiders. I really thought it was flat too. <clears throat> what are uh 
What are they doing, bro? Like um, they're foot slugging with honor the prince and harken rerolls. They putting banners in the ground. They don't. They don't. They don't get either of those. They don't get honor the prince. Well, no, they they get honor the prince. <laughs> it's their emperor's children. But we already went over this. You're not on. You're not emperor's. Harken gets chapter master rerolls, doesn't it? It's just only reroll extra wounds for raptors. Oh, oh, Christ. Uh, oh, <laughs> Lord in heaven. Uh, if you run Abaddon and Harkin, you can chaff to master reroll two squads of possess. This is the most upset I've ever been while opening this book. I'll have you know. Hold on. Jesus. God. <laughs> I think Archon Rahal said, the, said it best. You know, one of those cursed images that gets more cursed the more you look at it? Yeah, it's like if I if I had been trying to design the tier list to trigger Anthony, I don't think I would have done it successfully as R four have done by doing this in arrest. Yeah, they uh no, it, you're right. He is he's the Black Legion chapter master. It's true. And if you target, no, Martine, this isn't the bully Anthony section. Oh, just just to confirm, Anthony, if you ran Abaddon and Harkin. Could you buff two squads of raptors up to full real to hit and wound? It is you could. For 450 points, you two can buff can almost, eight. could have almost as good as Ephraim. <laughs> Nur- Nur- <laughs> Fuck. Nurgle Matt is correct. It is the troll and tier lists, specifically trolling the Art of War tier lists section oh, of our God. podcast. God. So, where would we shift some of this stuff around, though, to be like modestly useful? Okay, everything um, I have that's in blue that's not that should be up at least one tier or down at least one, possibly four tiers. Yeah, Harkin goes down in like flawed choice. Okay. Also, I just want to like real quick. Mark's been talking up Hellbrutes for like weeks, like on every piece of content that he's on, and yet still Hellbrutes have ended up in the absolute bottom in YGWY next to Defilers. Next, yeah, and the crown, which is better than your people are giving it credit for. Invulnerable saves are cool, kids. Yeah, they're actually not that bad, but like they're not great either. But anyway, um, yeah, Harkin should be down on like flawed choice or YGWY. Like, chosen should be in like perfectly balanced, probably. If we're using the tiers for like what the words Wait, are, hold on, they're placed. The thing next to the demon prince on the right is that possessed. Yep. Does that mean the one that's between the Lord Scordon and Warp Talons is the cultists that come back? It's the that's the dark that's the left left two, buddy. No. Oh yeah, those are the accursed cultists. You are correct. Oh no, I thought possessed were at least like eighth. No, they're way back there. Actually, possessed are worse than plague marines in that image. Yep, they are worse than plague marines in that image, and accursed cultists are better than Lord Discordants, Dark Apostles. Demon Prince's Noise Marines. Maybe this tier list is, like, without buffs? No, then Chosen are terrible. That can't be right. Or Raptors. Right. These are Warp Talons, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And Warp Talons are okay. They're fine. Perfectly balanced, though. Not strong choice. Mm Mm-hmm. No, because if you run six, they get an invulnerable save, and they can do your rod for you. NS! (laughs) Where, what else would we shift around a little bit? Some Terminators Lord... go in tournament staples. If you're not taking 10 Terminators with the rune, get out of my face. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I... probably I've... be in strong choice. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, obviously, Lord of Skulls should be in like triple S plus tier, uh, but only if you're running exactly three of them in Iron Warriors because and it's funny. Unironically, one in Iron Warriors is real annoying. It doesn't, to doesn't get wind don't no wind rerolls in our outside of it because you don't. Oh, get right. Yeah, you need. Three. If you did, yeah, absolutely. I'd be jamming that. <laughs> they'd be jamming that in every list. It'd be great. Yeah, that would be super strong. But yeah, you're no. right. You uh, can run. You can run two of Abaddon and a Brass Scorpion. Oh, I like I like the brass scorpion idea. That sounds fun. <laughs> it's, the, um, it's just cheap enough to fit Abaddon. Assuming well. you're taking these things in their best specific legion, like Heldrakes are quite are actually legitimately good in Iron Warriors. They I think Heldrakes work. seem fine and perfectly balanced. Like they're yeah. a little worse than some, a little better than other. Like they're where I'd have. Venom crawlers are legitimately fine where they are. They're super strong for their cheapness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Are a torment's troops or the elites? Or who? A curse torment. The the comeback. The cultists. cultists are troops. They have obstacle and stuff. Yeah, they're, they're good. They have a six up feeling their pain. Like they're not bad. You just can't do actions. Better than possessed, but like Martinez are so clearly pushed to me. Like possessed would have been a perfectly acceptable data sheet at like 30, 35 points. That being twenty eight is nonsense. So like, I guess yeah, they don't. Twenty eight of them. It was nuts. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was just wild. Imagine they had a real with, legion. Uh, where, with the the Bale of Icon was not bad, but that's the no rerolls within a six inch bubble in melee. Yeah, 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 it was it was a lot to chew through. Uh, thankfully, uh, Reaper of Lyrax said, "I got you, homie." I don't uh, even understand how you did that, but I don't want to think about that poor horror. I can tell you exactly. I can tell you exactly what happened. It's like I looked at the board and went, "Should I go for the four for the invulnerable save this turn and just run to the side to take take double charges?" And uh, deal with it next turn, or should I take exploding chicks and just go to the middle where there were three characters and twenty three possessed? And I, I said, let's just go to the middle. What I was going to say, I don't works. understand how you killed ten possessed with one man without re rolls. So I put d three additional attacks on him and got uh-huh. three additional attacks, and then I rolled four sixes to hit and no misses. Oh, and then I wounded eleven times. What the fuck? And then they all disappear. <laughs> and then yeah. he, failed, he failed seven out of eleven four vulnerable saves, and enough feel no pains to lose eight more to lose eight more wounds, and that left him with one possessed on one wound. Who was stood in front of nine warriors as their only target? Brutal. Yeah, it was. I would say it was unpleasant for the guy, but that would be underselling it. Yeah. I think Mar- Martin asks a good question for this portion of the show as well: is what loadout for the Terminators are you wanting to take? I think this is so, a good question for both Anthony and for NS. So it's super Legion dependent um, to an extent. Like I, in not Emperor's Children, you probably want some like combi melters and stuff on them so that they can crack transports. Um, as Emperor's Children, stuff that gets out of transports and wants to run into me just runs into me and then gets fault lasted and dies. So that's less of a concern for Emperor's Children specifically. Um, but if I was playing like Creations or Word Bearers or Iron Warriors, I would definitely put some more melted things on them. Um, but in general, you want to try and take 10 of them so you can take two Chain Fists because the Chain Fist on the Sergeant and the Chain Fist on another dude are super good. Broadly, these guys are trying to punch Knights and things like that. So the, having a couple of flat three damage weapons in the unit helps. I also am at a point with there being so much minus one damage in the game that I kind of prefer D3 to flat two. Um the 
and then you take like as many power fists as you can and you kind of you leave a couple dudes with accursed weapons those are going to be the guys that end up touching cover to so casualties for the rest of the unit that's it uh you almost always give them the black rune of damnation so that they're mi- the unit is minus one to wound and, and, only? what is that not cost only the black rune of damnation no i'm waiting up it that thing that good. It says Colas can take this relic on that one. Wow. Uh, that makes people think. A lot of people have been saying, I don't know, that's Colas only. Uh, oh. I didn't know if that was a question you'd had a lot. I was trying to. Try oh, it. no. No, I've never been asked that once. No one's even, not even Chaos players are that wacky. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> the. Yeah. So that's like the, the, the build, so to speak, for Terminators. You can do something similar with Possessed, but they don't get um, illusory supplications. Oh, they're in not. a mark. Oh, yes. Uh, I In my head, they autofill to Slanesh. They probably should just be Slanesh. Like, you can make them Nurgle and then, like, use your weird transhuman nonsense. Still going to stop less damage than... Doesn't you... stack with Black Rune. Yeah, it doesn't stack with Black Rune, and it's still going to be worse than having the Philopane on them most of the time. Um, Zinch lets you ignore a failed save a turn. Same thing. It's probably worse than just having the Philopane that you could have from being Slanesh. You can also advance and charge when you're Slanesh. Also, Slanesh gives you always strikes first, so you can't get fight lasted and dogpiled, um, which helps a lot with because being able to activate, as it turns out, is pretty cool um, to thin down some of the damage coming in. The unit does properly slam, like once it's got all the fists and stuff in it. Um, when I first got the book, I was making the mistake of taking like a nine man Terminator unit and then not having quite the volume of fists to do damage, and they were just like a 300 point Ceramite delivery system for Abaddon and the Disco and such. Now that they actually have the right amount of fists, they fucking destroy stuff, so it's pretty sweet. Um, I would recommend doing that. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. Mark of Corn is trolling, don't do that. And then Mark of Zinch isn't very good either, so just take Mark. Undivided doesn't exist. Yeah, Undivided doesn't do anything. You could pay not 15, mark them, but that's points. stupid. Pay, pay the 15, 15 points. points. Yeah. yeah, you're putting all these other resources in. Pay the 15 points to mark them Slanesh. Okay, uh, I broadly agree with Anthony on that one, so I'm not going to jump much further in. Uh, Empress Children, just max out the fists because you ignore the fuck, you know the max one anyway. Any so. good Legion has a way to ignore the penalty, or near enough as makes no difference between strats, buffs, and other things. Like or Abaddon, like, like there's there's ways. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be fine, broadly speaking. So like you don't really have to worry about that too. Just, too and anyway, just roll for it. There's enough minus ones to hit in the game that you'll not even notice it. Um, well, yeah, and or you're going to be re-rolling from one source or another. Like, there's there's so many things that meet. Like, just take the fists or better. Please be strength eight. Strength nine and corn. Ugh. Yeah, then your corn. Fucking it, disgusting. Yeah, but Sinesh gets full rerolls against by uh, Drakari. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we are going to call it there on the chaos chat because before Anthony bursts a blood vessel, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to lose my mind because we have a new chaos player for him, but he only wants to play Night Lords. God, fuck. <laughs> no, I need voice experience without guns. <laughs> yeah, they need to be mutilators, and I will only play Night Lords. I won't make any changes. Yeah, I'm using the mutilator models. You see, I've had them since I was seven years old because those models came out in 2012. Oh. Um, Man, yeah, that's, that's the face <laughs> I made when I realized that they were 10 years old. Damn it. No, you just made me feel so old in this. Yeah. <laughs> I was seven in 2012. I was like, oh, fuck. No, I, no, I, I wasn't. But somebody conceivably could have been. Yeah. If you were like a 17-year-old getting to the tournament scene, you got your first box of mutilators at 12 years old when they just came out. You'd be 17. You'd have been seven. 
Okay, oh, let man. us move on finally to the questions. Uh, we are going to wrap up in about 20 minutes' time, so we're going to jump through some questions, then we'll do the closing, and then we will get going. So, as always, the questions will be coming from the Patreon Discord. I'm going to plug the Patreon Discord now because uh, that's the time I feel like we have earned the right. If you're still listening to us, it probably means you join us. That means that there is a couple of ways you can support us. You could either chuck a like, a comment, a subscription on our YouTube page or on whatever podcast feed you're reading if, or you're listening to. Don't read podcast feeds. That sounds difficult. Um... You yeah, no, you could read like the transcript. You could. And if you have programs that do that for you, power to you. I'm very impressed. Um, you could leave a review on any kind of platform that you want, whether that's Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts. Uh, they all take reviews and they all help us out with discoverability, getting found, getting the getting the good word out there so that we can keep feeling motivated to do what we do. Because the second I feel a single bit a single shrapnel of demotivation, I'll burn you all to the ground, Anthony and Nathan. Don't do it. I'll come over there and force motivate you. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get a passport. Well, yeah, but I'll do it for that. I have, a, I have a passport. You're a student. Ex-student. I'm, I'm not a student anymore. I am a doctor. Ex-student. Thank you very much. Ex- Ex-student. I'm a, you can't afford that. You're a PhD. You're just got a PhD. <laughs> I, I have my passport. if he sells out. All he's got to do is sell out, bro. It's true. So I do want to no. say, if you are a member of our Patreon, you get to vote on cool stuff. Like I was about to plug the Patreon. I've not done that yet. Oh. I thought you were just plugging the Patreon. No, I was fine. reviewing us on stop, iTunes. Stop, stop, <laughs> fine, go Nathan. ahead. I got excited. What you can also do is you can, if you have the money, the time, the availability, you can also support us on Patreon. That is patreon.com slash stat check. Uh, it is $5 a month for access to the Discord and also the ability to see all of the bonus content, which will be, fingers crossed, as long as we can get it working, starting on Friday. Uh, we will be doing an interview with Nathan uh, as the first piece of content. I'll be going through all of the uh, the core Fight Club met or core Stat Check members uh, in the first couple of weeks to try and get through uh, the, the way I want the other format to do before I start reaching out to people beyond that. Um, so I am looking forward to getting that up and running. Uh, also, Anthony and Nathan have promised that they will eventually do some uh, and maybe even propose plans for what they're going to do. Uh, you can also join us on the $15 a month here where you get to watch Anthony have a math lesson. Uh, every so often, which I think is the funniest shit. Uh, it's gonna be so, so rough, dude. <laughs> we are gonna, we'll probably rotate that a few times. But if you guys really want me to keep teaching Anthony math, you can just keep signing up for it. One day it might turn into biology lessons, but at first, I'm lesson planning right now, and my wife is helping me do it because she's actually taught undergraduate math classes before in the form of statistics classes. Oh, this is gonna be great. So I'm, I'm really assembling an actual course out of this with. PowerPoint presentations and stuff oh, and examples. Uh, so it's it'll be it'll be worth it. If more people sign up for the fifteen dollar tier, the more work I will put into this because it's more fun for me at that point. The you know it'd be really funny if you do actually like a great job and this ends up being like how people learn math. Like <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be mad about it. I'm gonna put enough effort into it that it's not gonna be like amazing, but there will be a lot of Warhammer 40k focused examples for Anthony. Well, that's good, and I'm glad you guys are psychotic enough to do that. So, yeah, that is the ways that you can support us. Uh, otherwise, you can be here, be in the YouTube live stream, be in the YouTube comments. Um, just be around with us. We're doing this for the fun of it uh, because it's something we enjoy, and you guys letting us know that you enjoy it is the best thing. What? I just got torched by Sam. Sorry. <laughs> okay. It's a special, special kind of something when even Sam is torturing you in chat. He's the nicest person. I know. That's exactly it. You got Sam torching you. You got problems. Yeah. 
so yes we appreciate any and all support that any of you can give us uh because that is what keeps us going what is keep, keeps us doing what we do the discord has been popping off recently uh we have already got copy pastes and memes and all that good stuff um yeah we will be working on some of the branding stuff over the next couple of weeks so we would hopefully have a new and updated logo to go with our current yin and yang but it's layers um yeah we're gonna meet with uh, a designer on thursday and Woo! i will say the best thing you can do for the discord um is you get to ask questions and not have to be here for the live stream so if you want to ask us questions and be guaranteed to have them answered get in the discord or be in the comments of the live stream we will answer any and all questions we can until i have to go to bed speaking of let's do questions so let's we're going to jump over to the discord Ooh. and get started at the top uh where did i post the name of the side off alex uh it's quite a far ways the first question is after alex's stuff What's uh, scarier, it, Germany's nids or Spain's Tau? So Spain's Tau, for context, is uh, a crisis commander, three squads of crew, and 15 crisis suits with plasma and cyclic ion blasters, and nine drones each. My mans were like, nerfs? What nerfs? I don't understand. <laughs> nerfs just mean I had to cut the other dudes. Yeah. Yeah, and then, cut the rest. <laughs> what's, what's Germany's nids? Three neurothropes and three squads of... Uh, three neurothropes and three squads of zoanthropes. What's the rest? Uh, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, uh, I will pull the rest. I'm definitely more scared just off that brief summary of the Spain's Tau. Although, yeah. did they have an ethereal in that? Yeah, I think there's an okay. ethereal in there as well. Because I was going to say, if it's there's no ethereal in it, I'm a little bit less scared, but still quite scared. Oh, it's also Sasia for minus one to hit over 12 inches. That's annoying. <laughs> That's definitely <laughs> annoying. I mean, if Germany's Nids somehow has like some crazy tech after three Neurothropes and three Zoanthropes, I mean, it could I just have know. twenty-seven warriors after that. Like, it's true. it does not have a hive turn. I can tell you that for free. Zoanthropes are actually pretty decent at just putting out damage and walking up the midfield and not dying. They hurt so bad. That three plus D six when you super smite on them, and I'm assuming they have synaptic tendrils on something to spread around. Three neuros. I guess you have three neuros anyway, so it doesn't even matter. But you're just put them all on 3d6 cast and they just are always super smiting at three plus d6 just putting out silly amounts of smite damage uh, nine plus 3d6 mortal wounds mm -hmm. just Why all the time that's that is probably that is most of a unit of crisis suits actually nine plus 3d6 on average yeah. that's most of a unit of crisis suits yeah that, pretty much that guy really hates death guard He's like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that's also, a yeah, that stops it. Yeah. Also, then, then sisters don't like that 7, either. 7.5 plus 2.5 D6. Nice, Battle dude. sisters also don't like all that stuff. You put that into a unit of Zephyrum, they just go away. Okay, Michael Jemica also has two Harpies, two Parasites and Mortrex, a Biovore, Two squads of gargoyles, a squad of ten termagots, a lictor, and a maliceptor. Psychic battery, the army. Ouch. I like yeah. that list. I actually like that list a lot. I want Innis to send me that because I just want to play it against somebody and make them sad. <laughs> That's a lot of stuff, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out when you cut the tyrant and tyrant guard, you get like 400 points of extra stuff in the tyrant I mean, list. I was looking at that recently after looking at some of the lists that don't have hive tyrants i was like yeah you put a solid 400 points of stuff into your list when you just put a winged hive tyrant and some tyrant guard in it yeah yep. they're really good but there is definitely more arguments for not taking them now than there used to be 
Yeah, some people like the Broodlord for the cover imperative as well. Also the ability to infiltrate. Okay, so the list is a commander in crisis and a th with the give a give a unit obsec every turn as well. Uh, also gives you the normal modifiers of fallback shoot. An ethereal, three squads of crew carnivore, three squads of crew hounds, and three squads of crisis battle suits with seven seven shield, two marker, nine shield, and then two marker, three shield. It's the Tau list. It's not close. Like that mid yeah. list is scary sometimes. The Tau list is all the time. Yeah, nightmare matter. fuel. Yeah, that's the that's the I'm going to pick up your squads of warriors through transhuman because I don't give a fuck list. Yeah, it never even mattered. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the next question because that took me longer than I thought it was going to to find lists because I, for some reason, couldn't find Germany. Like, my PDF wasn't letting me search for the word Germany. So no. it so uh, I can do it. What's The next question is also from Chris in our Discord, and it's why should the WTC give up on formatting next year and just let everyone submit paper napkins with a 10-word maximum on the day next year? Because it would be too strong for America. It's true. Sure. Nobody would be able to read our handwriting either. That is just an America buff. Calstar, uh, yes, Germany has the dirt chart on one of its parasites. Wait, what <laughs> is that? Oh, it's, if you get hit, you just lose all sack. That seems bad. So they can strip all sack with the flyover, strip all sack with the regular stab, and strip all sack with a third unit with the dirt chart. Ouch. Uh, the next question is, when building a comp for team events, what makes a good attacker slash defender, and how do you account for faction specialists? Just put them on the good. Just put them on good list, bro. They'll, if they're good players, they'll adapt. Uh, well, not if they're Tyranids. We don't have to. We adapt pregame. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, you can't perfectly adapt anymore. Uh, no, uh, faction specialists you work around or you don't take. Um, if you don't, if you bring a faction specialist into your team, you kind of have to accept that they're going to be a faction specialist. Uh, there is benefits and downsides to that. Um, there was another part of that question that you skipped over, which is uh, there was some discussion about random appearance team events. Why is that a bad idea? Because it's because there wasn't a question; it was just a statement. What uh, what do you think, Ennis? What would happen if pairings were random for teams? Um, there would be very little point to running team events. It would just be a mini singles event. It's just a singles event where you can't play seven of the players, <laughs> and sometimes you get screwed over by randomness instead of your captain being an asshole. Do you not want to just play like a bunch of RTT first rounds? Not really. For national pride. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's the best weapon on securing Rust Stalkers? The one that's plus one strength and AP3 instead of strength user and AP dash? Yep. I feel like that's not much okay. of a question. Thanks, Paul. Uh, how drunk would you need to be to run a Chaos Predator or Annihilator? Not very. Drunk enough, but not, like, blitzed. Do the Chaos Predator Annihilators get D6 plus two last cannons yeah. as well? Yeah. yeah. That doesn't sound... I mean, it's still bad, but it doesn't sound as bad anymore. I'm playing Havocs right now, bro. It's like, it's getting weird out there. Fuck do they have Do they have D6 plus two last cannons? No. no. Okay. Are you sad you brought Admech over Necrons? No, I'm a little disappointed we brought Jakari over Necrons, but it would have been a lot of say. effort. Um, and I'm still happy with our Admech list. And I'm happy with our Jakari list as well. And I don't think Necrons are so outlandishly above the power level that we need to have them. Um, I mean, those idiots didn't bring knights, so, you know. That's true. Problem. Uh, all right. Uh, did the list reveal change your threat estimation of any teams? Anthony, do you want to go first on that one? Um, 
Not really. I don't. I'm, I have a very weird mindset when it comes to like threat estimation stuff. I just assume that every single thing I'm going to play against has a percentage chance to beat me, um, and that's how I'm going to approach the WTC as well. Like we're not like a super established team by any stretch of the imagination. So I think any doing anything but going into this event being like, oh yeah, we've never played this team. They might just stomp us is silly. Um, and without having the time, frankly, to sit down and go through every country's full list lineup, it's better to just take the approach of like the people that are doing the pairings are going to do that. That can be their job. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just play... do a matrix, buddy. You know that, right? Yeah, we've already done a lot of that stuff, but that's going to be a lot more like. I can take them one at a time and evaluate based on like what my list is meant to do into them rather than like the threat estimation of teams as a whole. Um, I don't know. I'm just a cog in the machine. So I'm trying to make sure that I do a good job of being a cog rather than trying to be the machine. That's fair. Fair. I sat there and kind of went through a bunch in the car on the way down, but I only really read the teams that I was interested in already. So it's kind of become self-fulfilling where I've read Germany's lists and Spain's lists and England's lists and been like, yep, these teams seem as good as I thought they were. And then I read America's system and we're like, I'm disappointed in you guys. And Yeah. Don't worry. I'm sure lots of people will either be disappointed or getting leveled by us. It's... 50-50, man. And honestly, yeah. we're Scotland. Like we're, we're winning either way. Either we got to play you or we beat you. Like, right. It's a downside for us. They're going to um, have a good time. Maybe not exactly. a long time. It will be a long time. It's seven, four and a half hour rounds, buddy. Um, yeah. yeah, you're there for a long time. You're there for a long time, not a good time. Um, it, it becomes less of a good time as the long time proceeds. Exactly. How do you combat hobby lag when changes happen or new books come out and you want to play a new army or a completely different list of your current army? I have someone commission it. I cheat. Mm-hmm. I just get on with it and suffer. I play, I play in Crusade Leagues and it helps me hobby. I keep lowering my standards on what finished painting means. Uh, I keep, I, I've been doing the opposite. I keep raising my standards and it's made me slower. I'm just like, oh, I've not, I, I, there are models that I took to, the last time I had a fully painted army at a tournament was Manchester back in March. Since then, I've just been slowly adding almost painted stuff to my lists and like the undersides of my gargoyle's wings still aren't like dry brushed yet like that level of and this is at the i'm not here to win the best painted award i'm here to win the best general award (laughs) it's uh yeah the new job combined with that has really put a damper on uh my painting time and then i always spend all my painting my hobby time on legion anyway so you know well, yeah, fair. You should hobby for the game that you're playing. Don't have any standards to begin with. No, I have played events with models blue tactic bases. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. What list or two truly caught you a surprise and how operator worked in terms of uniqueness in how you take and units? And during this phase between list reveals and the event, what's the biggest thing you can do to prepare? And what are some forwards, previous, or current year list errors? Uh, okay. Go tackle those one at a time, Sam, because you decided to ask bloody essays. What list of two truly caught you by surprise and how an operator worked in terms of uniqueness, i.e. tech pieces and units? I haven't really seen anything so far that was completely outlandish. The, um, yeah, I really like the Swedish Terranid list, which is a behemoth uh, Carnifex spam that's aiming to put them on a dense board and have them all on zero plus saves against shooting, which seems really, really interesting with the uh, double cool. cover benefit. Um, yeah. I don't love it personally. Like, I don't think I would enjoy playing it, but I, I, I really understand that. I really like the theory behind it. Uh, I think the guy might have issues with lists that don't care about that, but anything that does care about that is going to have a real bad time. Uh, and then the German turret list is really, really cool, but obviously that's been kind of my focus. I really like some of the necklaces we've seen. Uh, there's some really, really different variants, and Alex Harrison's 
uh, Freeblade Knights list is probably my favorite list I've seen from the event so far, which that is just stacking up four vulnerable save minus one damage armigars, which just T-pose at you and say, come on then. We go, we go transhuman in combat. Transhuman in combat. You're not going to have fun killing me. Yep. I'm a big fan of that list as well. Yeah, that list is cool. Okay, next we have... During the phases between list reveal and the event, what's the biggest thing you can prepare? Read the lists, practice against the list you don't understand. If you don't understand the list, it's probably because it's being played by somebody who has a better plan for it than you do. Um, there's, there's, it always happens like this, where some of the best teams will have lists that look completely bonkers, and it's to do one specific thing in pairings that it will do so incredibly well that you will not expect it. Uh, Are because they've the practiced... list full of death company? <laughs> no, Josh Roberts' blood angel list is just Josh really, really missing fusion pistols. Yeah. <laughs> I would think it was like 90% practice. Like all the teams are probably just practicing against the list. They don't, they don't understand fully and just playing them to see how they actually work. There's probably a good bit of practicing pairing ladder mm -hmm. throwing as well. I just, yeah. Practice, practice pairing rounds is always good fun. Um, what are some fun stories of previous or current year list errors? Well, there's this one battle scribe. The, uh, did the country that had two of the same list get fixed yet? Yeah. It finished. The finish got fixed. They missed their chaos night was that um one we year list. we our death watch and blood angels player accidentally submitted uh not enough reinforcement points for his collected assassin that wasn't fun uh <laughs> oops yeah he had uh he had uh 85 points spare not 95 points spare um or 75 points not 85 whatever it was at the time mm -hmm. there's all there's always some like this like this year um there's a team that missed the Yanari criteria that you have to have oh, as yeah. many Eldar units as non-Eldar units in a slot and has one extra dedicated transport. Uh, Finland submitted three uh, Talamasters in a single detachment where you only can have two lieutenants. There's always little stuff like that that doesn't get count, but I I'm struggling to think of any particular stories from previous years um, because the, the last WTC was three years ago, and I frankly don't remember that far back in terms of like list submission stuff like i could tell you some post event stories uh which is a different question that you didn't ask sam you don't get in those uh actually again next week we need the engagement um <laughs> yeah, we'll put that in bonus content there you go um but yeah um some specific specific pre-submission stories i would have to go back and look on like the warhammer forum and i'm not doing that there's been a lot of alcohol between then and here as well a lot of alcohol between them and there yeah uh, there's a video example that we aren't going to talk about because it would require me to do more sharing and I don't want to. Yep. But if you join our Discord, you can weigh in on <laughs> if this model is in fact a hammerhead, even though the dimensions and silhouette are totally different for the uh, WTC. Question for Anthony. Someone has a gun to your head and says you either need to put assault security in your BA list or take a bullet to the brain. Do you have an open or closed casket funeral or choose cremation? It's cremation. It's not even close. <laughs> Everything else is just like, you know, jerking off for your dead body. You're attending your first multi-day tournaments in 4th edition in a month. Do you take the armor you know best and have all the hobby completed for, which is Death Guard, or the one you're way behind hobby on and don't know as well, which is Chaos Knights, or do you say, screw it, look at your bank account social calendar and decide you're going to start bringing CSM? I'm Chaos Knights in that scenario. It's your first event, buddy. Take what's going to make take what's gonna make the, this low stress for you as possible and focus on having a good time at it. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's Chaos Knights, by the way. Chaos Knights will be the easier army to play. It also, Chaos Knights aren't that terrible to hobby up to tabletop standard. Yeah. Bikes! <laughs> bikes, yeah. You do actually bikes. go to do CSM and you do all bikes. Do you guys know the bikes reference? Like, do you know what that's from? No. It's from really? 
Tom Segura his joke about uh he has this like really long-winded bit about beyond scared straight or something like that go look up that up it's real funny I'm not gonna do the whole bit now because it's horrible and I don't feel like getting canceled because I'm not a professional comedian but go look it up it's real funny that's just not a professional comedian he's a professional joke so no I'm a professional oh. clown sir there's a difference <laughs> um Okay. Uh, I think that's. What's the it. secret to winning at blackjack? I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I don't have a. Um, oh, there's one more question. Can, can Harpy's Harpy Spore Mines, Mines move after no. they are placed? No, and you're a bad person for asking. Why can't they move, though, Ennis? I need to know this because I want to know why I'm terrible for moving Spore Mines. They have a data sheet, it has a move characteristic. Why they can't they move? They were just self. Were they on the battlefield at the start of the turn? Oh, I thought they meant turns afterwards. I thought they just couldn't move at all. No. And I was very yeah, confused. They're, they're, they're the turn they're set up. Oh, then no, don't do that. <laughs> no, it says after, <laughs> after they are placed, it says, which is like, I don't know, I guess you could read that uh, one in two ways. Yeah. So I read it in the they can never move way, and that's why I was always confused by this question. But I see what yeah. you mean, because I'd already accepted the fact that you can't place things that come in from and the reserves and them. move them. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Core rules. Yeah, they are. They, if they weren't on the board at the start of the turn, they are a reinforcement unit. That means they can't live. Also, yeah, that's fine. Always hit on twenty. I genuinely would have won a hand that I lost otherwise if I had hit on twenty, and it was the most results-based analysis I've ever done. But it hurt me. It hurt my soul losing twenty quid on that. Do you ever? Like, you ever play against someone who's like, I'm not going to CP with this, but I'm going to re-roll it just to see what it would do, and I'm like, bro, that way is only pain. Like, don't do that. It's only suffering. It's true. Don't no, look at sometimes don't you look fail at the and you're like, hand. okay, it was okay. But yeah. like just don't look at that hand. You the, don't want it. Yeah, the upside is not worth the downside. It depends on what you hate yourself. Uh, like you're just clearly not Scottish enough. That's true. Or, not... or Catholic enough, apparently. Yeah, I ditched that shit real young. I was like, wait a minute, Santa's fake? So what about this other thing you make me go in a building for? This doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> anyway. School. Uh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> all of the science theory fake because yeah. i have to go inside a building for it yeah it's extra steps this is stupid this is why we're taking anthony back to math class yeah okay that is gonna do it for us for this episode because uh <laughs> i don't I, I don't know what's happening anymore um did you ever i would say we lost the plot but i don't think we started episode one with the plot so yeah thank There's you no everybody here. for being here this has been episode two formatting errors uh do all the things we said earlier. I'm not going to repeat it again because uh, we're better than that. So probably yeah. at least episode one and two will make you think we're cool, and then uh, we'll we'll slide in start sliding in the ad reads after that. And this episode has not been sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends, but <laughs> maybe one we, day in the future it will be. be. If you want to sponsor our podcast, let us know. Yeah, hit us up. <laughs> if you have something you want us to say, we we have low morals and an audience. That's yep. true. Low morals these... is the key portion. We will shill. I'm going to suffer through math because you guys said I had to. If you guys give us enough money, we'll teach Anthony more stuff, I swear. Yeah. I don't know why the it's so fun to watch me struggle to learn things, but okay. <laughs> and we'll add, we'll add, we're probably going to look at rotating what the bonus content tier is, so we're not making Anthony suffer through math forever. We'll probably stick with it for a quarter. Oh, I'll suffer if people stay sub to it. I'll suffer through that forever. We can just I, add things. Okay, I was well, going to say we may add more tiers. You can spend more money on. Um, as long as you stay at ten people, ten people sub to that tier, we will continue teaching Anthony different stuff. So we'll we're going to rotate be, topics. 
the number one podcast with microtransactions. That's basically what that's I'm doing. That's, that's it. That's it. That's what we're here for. <laughs> the microtransaction is giving Anthony free college. No, basically. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> It's not college you want, but no, no I didn't even just... want the college I went to. I didn't even finish. I went to five colleges. I have zero degrees. Oh man, <laughs> wandering worm asked a good question. How much more for calculus? You guys need to sign oh, up at thirty dollars a month fuck. for that one. No, I'm off. not kidding it, guys. I'm not teaching Anthony calculus. Calculus isn't even hard. I but Martine has offered to teach him Dutch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I want somebody to teach us like Finnish or something like that, just for fun. Yeah, just teach me Elvish, just whatever. We'll you have to join Klingon the. Give you so strong. You have to. You have to join the Patreon though, and we have to create a tier for it. We'll create a linguistic. Dutch is a tier. linguistic adventure for sure. You can just learn German <laughs> and forget half of it, and fill the rest <laughs> in with English. Either we torture Anthony or create a monster. Either way, this will be interesting. Yeah, I'm just like this. <laughs> this weird amalgamation of half facts because I've only learned things for like two months at a clip. You'll be really interesting at parties. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you can add a language. It's got knife wounds. How much more interesting? Yeah, <laughs> I do. it's true. But some people don't want to hear about the knife wounds. They want to hear him speak spoon Dutch. The Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. tell them about math. Yeah, just re lean real close and hit him with that omelette du fromage from Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thank you everybody for joining us for another episode of Stat Check. We will be back on hopefully Friday for people with bonus content. We will be back next Tuesday for everybody else. We'll see you on the podcast feeds. We'll see you on YouTube and uh, run the music, which is some the sum is our intro music. We will change that eventually. But for now, run the intro music because it's a banger. Thank you for all the fish fuckers.